It's Thursday, June 10th, and you are watching and or listening to Uniform Exchange. Check the mic and make sure it sounds right, boys. The budget Uniform has expanded. Uniform we have the Beastie Boys. Did you voice over yourself for that? No, that was the Beastie it's Boys. Uniform oh, so exchange. our music budget went up. Up, way up. Way, way, way up. Uh, welcome I hate to, to start the show like this. Oh. Has anybody gotten paid for this yet? <laughs> like, Is Josh the only one still making money? I'm furious over here. <laughs> I bought a chandelier with my uniform exchange. Uh, God winnings. damn it. It's getting ridiculous, Myers. It's getting ridiculous. <laughs> Welcome to Uniform Exchange. Freaking chandeliers. Where we present the best, the worst, and the most interesting happenings in the weird, wacky, wild world of sports business. And it rarely stops there. I'm Michael Myers of Birdie Box and the Sports Marketer. As always, I am joined... We're going to go this way. Big sports guy, Josh Kyles. Team Marketing Report, Chris Hartwig. Goose Island, Mike Smith, number two dad. How you guys doing? Cheers. Cheers. What was that? What did you just... I don't I don't do? think any of us are doing as well as uh, number two dad over there. Damn, what is that? So, what is that? So if you're going to have one beer, which I only have one beer in this podcast, <laughs> you might as well grab... A 19.2 ounce can of beer hugs because if your wife isn't going to hug you, the beer can the might beer. as well. <laughs> what Cheers. is that? That looks fantastic. Is that is that a, like a triple IPA or something? It's it's pretty big. It's it's 9.9 percent alcohol. Oh. Um, if you're going to venture with us through this hour <laughs> podcast. Let's see what happens in 50 minutes from now, because I'm going to be to the moon. <laughs> Let's call everyone you know. Call everyone you pause, know. Pause it's the on. show. Call everyone you know. It's they a say, zoo, ladies they and say split it's a this, but uh, I'll just send you guys a can. For Wait, who's podcast. they? Wouldn't, wouldn't you be they? Uh, the legal team from Goose Island says they. <laughs> but I say, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Okay. And there goes All that. Right. It's a party. It's a, this, is, this is what happens when we when we uh, broadcast at night, huh? Yeah, this is the nighttime. This is after dark. This is <laughs> yeah, Uniform Exchange dark. after uniform dark. Uniform Exchange after dark. I think we need to get some shirts made. Oh. <laughs> Just anything, well, anything to compensate us. I have an idea. <laughs> chandelier man up there. Can't even get a freaking shirt. I have an idea. Rack it up, rack it up. I got a Oh my gosh, we have a show this week. We're going to talk about Logan Paul and Floyd Mayweather. We're going to talk about some sticky situations in Major League Baseball. We're going to talk about uh, some NFTs. 
how things going there again uh again uh josh is gonna give us a wait to tell 15 story about it we get into the barrymore movie segment (laughs) yeah are we gonna explain uh, what an nft is for 20 minutes before we get back into that by the way you're only the third person to say that joke in the last eight seconds but welcome to the party dad number two okay all right twitter open and we'll explain it and then come back Twitter and open doors, NCAA. Uh, some quick hits about video games and some other things. Enough with the overview. Let's start talking. Uh, number one, Logan Paul versus Floyd Mayweather. I'm going to let you guys go first on this one. How many people you, paid to watch it? Raise your hand. How many people? How many people watched it? Raise your hand. <laughs> I'm not going to raise my hand, <laughs> but I might have. No. Uh, yes, Did you? I watched it. It it was. Uh, not the most fun to watch, but I guess good for Logan Paul not getting knocked out. Or did he? <laughs> <laughs> or there have been some there have been some rumors going around the internets, several incidences that I've seen online. Incidences. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, there, there's a there's a clip of it. Seems like Logan might have slumped a bit, and Floyd held him up. I, I don't know. It didn't seem much different than what Logan was doing the whole fight, which was leaning on Floyd. So, go ahead, Byers. Have... It looks like you have something to say. No, no. I, I want to hear what you guys. I want to. Uh, you guys go first. You know how I feel about this. You know how I feel about this. I just feel like he was in cruise control the whole time. Like, like who was he? This, um, Floyd, man. Like, uh, okay. you know, everybody knew he was like he's doing this for a paycheck. And in the back of your mind, you're like, yeah, he's probably doing it for a paycheck. But for like all the, the wacky stunts they did beforehand, uh, you know, kind of led me more to believe that. And then as soon as the bell rang the first, I'm like, this guy could knock him out at any point. But he's like, eh, let's go along for the ride. And just every round, it was the like, you're just like, what's he doing? You know, what's he doing? And it's just like, I guess you want to give you, you want to give the people a show. They gave him a show. Was it a good one? I don't know. I don't know. Go ahead, Myers. It looks like you have something you want to get off your chest. No, no. I mean, it was it was awful. <laughs> if 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 it was the I watched portions of it just because I needed to see what it was. I needed to see if it was anything different than what I thought it was going to be. And all I saw was that it was exactly what I thought it was going to be. It was a guy that doesn't fight fighting a guy that didn't come to fight and didn't fight when he was there. I mean, it, there's not, mm-hmm. there was nothing sport about it. was, if you want to call it an exhibition and that's what it is, that's what it is. Okay. It was an exhibition. I, I, I'll call it entertainment. Was it that entertaining? That's another question, but I, it, I mean, boring not, not, is what it was. Boxing. It was very boring. It was Logan Paul hugging him. A lot of hugging. A lot, lot of hugging. It was an exhibition. Awkward punching is what I thought it was. Like, uh, give me a break. Get a room. There was the was there a was a couple por- there was a couple portions where Logan looked like he was just mashing all the buttons on like Mortal Kombat. Which oh, yeah, maybe, for sure. Maybe we can touch on. It. He's just coming in swinging wild. And boy, yeah, just it, kind it, of, it looked like what do they call those King of the Ring matches where they, they wear the, the, the headgear and they just come yeah. in and they just swing in wild from the sides? And I bet I can throw more haymakers than you. 
This is where we are, guys. This is where we are with boxing. We can't pretend it's not boxing. It is boxing. This was boxing. Well, the sad the sad thing is, Myers, like I I, I like the UFC. I think it's great for what it is. Um, I would like to keep that completely uh, differentiated from what boxing is or could be. And the downfall mm-hmm. of boxing over the last 15, 20 years has been super sad. And I in the back of my mind, I was like, maybe this could just breathe a little bit of light into the sport and get get something going again. Um, but it didn't. It was a downfall. It was just, you know. I mean, look, if you were a casual viewer and you tuned in, you let's look, because, you know, to your point, if this was something they could bring new fans in, mm-hmm. right? No, that's not they, they sold them. Well, they sold a million pay-per-views, whereas, you know, the most fight, I think it's the, only the second fight of all the fights in the last two years to sell over a million individual pay-per-views. So if it, it I'm certain, Josh, that it brought people in that don't traditionally watch boxing. I'm certain that it yeah. did, right? But if you were coming in and watching your first boxing match and you thought this was a boxing match, you would leave going, well, that was the only time I'll ever pay for that. That that's where your head would be if this was your four into this doesn't bring people into boxing. I, I think ultimately, well, what do you guys think? Where's this gonna lead? Is it gonna lead to more of this? Because God, it was awful. It was awful viewing, is what it was. I well, I, I, I think ahead, they sold lead. a million of them. They sold a million. Well, yeah, but supposedly the Jake Paul Askren fight did something like 1.4. So I'm sit- hoping because I thought this was a shit show that it's, you know, if we're on the downside of it, that this means that people are getting tired of it. But if this sells a million, I mean, makes 50 it ain't million gonna bucks, be the last one. It's, it ain't it's gonna not be the last, last one. one. It's not the last one. No, it's, it's, until it's until one doesn't one. sell, they will do more and more and more of these. It's you the best night that uh, Showtime had, the streaming service had since it launched in 15, I think. So, yeah, I can't you wait until it's not even worthy of a conversation on here. And it's going right, to get to absolutely. that point. I just I don't know so. when it'll get there. I it will. I feel that it will. This is not going to be the new wave. Probably by episode like 3200, somewhere around there, it won't be <laughs> something to worth talk about. But no, I think it's not. It's going to keep happening. I mean, probably not to this level because I mean Floyd Mayweather is not going to be fl- fighting in all of them. But yeah, I think. It, I mean, there's already like another big YouTube versus TikToker ma- like boxing match schedule for this weekend or next weekend. You know, Jake it, like, Paul is coming oh. back to fight Tyron Woodley, which that might actually be a fight where we get to see Jake Paul get knocked out. But the problem is like. Now we kind of want to see Jake Paul get knocked out, and people are going like, to keep watching for that. I mean, I've wanted well, to see Jake Paul get knocked out for nine years. I've wanted to see Jake Paul get knocked out for nine years, and I didn't watch one second. He was of like thing. three years old nine years ago. <laughs> How did you know Jake Paul nine years ago? You're way yeah. Why were you committing child abuse? You're the problem. He was Jesus in that Myers. movie. I told you he was in the musical. That's the only reason I knew who he was. Either him or his brother was in that freaking musical. I'm telling you. With, with, Drew Bar- with Drew Barrymore? With Drew Barrymore. No. Oh, I don't God. even know a single again. actor. I don't know a single actor or actress. Well, they're all actors. I don't know Damn a single it, actor in the movie, <laughs> but it was a movie where Jake Paul played essentially the boyfriend that was the preppy boyfriend and then the cool boyfriend who was the band guy. It's the 80s movie. It's not Rock of Ages, but it's one of those. This is how great that movie was. Here's here's what's going to yeah. happen. I'm, I'm going to call two things on this. That's one, why I know who he was. Do you guys do you guys remember, and it was at the early 2000s, do you remember Bum Fights? 
like as bad as it was or illegal or I don't know where they yeah you completely they'd fight people they'd pay bums to fight people in the street and like that was entertaining yep. before social media but this is where boxing is it's gonna get it's yeah e-bombs world e-bombs world uh, future sponsor bring it back um e-bombs world. Like, i'm actually gonna buy e-bombs world and see if i can <laughs> bring it yeah around. you do with uh, the nfts we're making all the money on anyway like bum fights are gonna come back you want to see that here they come the second thing is here they come remember, was it uh uh, Makim Matumbo, who is that? That Dikembe uh, Matumbo, yeah, was he the one that Akuna Matata? No, they he'd pay people to tackle him like, fall on him, like, knock him out with one punch in the street. Remember those videos? Oh, no, Akimbo, Kimbo, Kimbo Slice. Slice, yeah, you're getting this is the, it's the breeding ground for Kimbo Slice bum fights. 2023 episode 1470 so, <laughs> we'll be talking about this shit just for the record before we move to the next topic kimbo slice actually fought in sanctioned mma fights yeah. i know of three or four they actually brought him in and did i did i hear that he passed away yes he did may he rest in peace yeah he had some he was a frightening fright those videos of him fighting the right, fights. Bu- the right bum connected on him, and he didn't. Like apparently, apparently, he's the, he was he was he was a total sweetheart. He was a total sweetheart. I just yeah, want to let that be said. Mean, he was a mean man on those videos, though. Absolutely, but a total sweetheart. Let's move on to the next topic. Thank you, and Ooh, Ooh, it's sticky, sticky. sticky. Uh, all right, Major League Baseball. This one. <laughs> This one's interesting. I, I I think this is very interesting. So Major League Baseball's at it again. Uh, they said at the beginning of the year that they were going to be cracking down on the substances used by the pitchers. Uh, they said they're going to be tracking things and coming back at the, you know, whatever. They haven't done anything. They haven't done anything at all. Nothing. As far as I know, they've talked to two people. One was the Joe West situation we talked about a couple weeks ago when they took mm-hmm. the guy's hat away before he pitched. Giovanni did, we ever get, did we ever get an update on that, by the way? Like, no, no, what happened? What was on his hat? Yeah, right. And like, then the should other we, one, should we have gotten a memo sent to us or something. Like, who the other one was well, no, to everything that comes my way? Yes, here's my email. Send me when you know. I want I, to know about the guy. I think we're going to go back to four Wait. o'clock because you guys are losing your goddamn minds over here. <laughs> I, I subscribe to everything that comes my way. I do it. Dad, number two. I'm all for everything. Oh, my God. Wow. We're down to four minutes. I haven't even set the topic up yet. Uh, Dude, they didn't sticky. do anything. I'm going to uh, mute Trevor myself. Bauer is the other person that they talked about, and they haven't done anything with that yet. That's an interesting one. Uh, but with hitters not hitting, they have to do something. The, the, we talked a couple weeks ago about the all-time low batting averages. They're down from there. It was 238. Now it's 236. Yeah. So uh, they have decided to take care of this now. Uh, I don't know if you've seen the interviews of the last couple of days. Have you guys been following this very closely? Talking about like Garrett Cole's interview and that uh, was amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's was... probably my favorite. Can I do my Garrett Cole impersonation? Yes. Do, yes. do, you, do you cheat, Garrett? He looked like Floyd I... Mayweather in the in like oh my other fights. <laughs> Perfect. Now you know what it feels like to be us with you, Myers. You never get a word in. Ooh, when do we get to cut you off? <laughs> so, anyway, uh, all right, I'll let you guys back in.
My yes. God. I'm better. I'm better. Garrett Cole, give us your impression. Garrett Cole, he said, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I don't quite know how to answer that, to be honest. <laughs> Those are, that's his exact quote. I don't. I don't know. I don't know how to answer that, to be honest. Right. It that's was a yes or no answer. question. He wasn't being you, very did honest. Did you ever use that particular product, whatever it's called, right. sticky, whatever it was? Yeah. Sticky pirate or whatever it's called. I don't know. No, that's, Sticky pirate. That's spider tech. <laughs> that's a different spider podcast. tech. That's it. That's Sticky it. Spider pirate tech. is a different uh, spider. So yeah, so that's interesting. Tech. So I don't know how they're going to do this. I did find it interesting that since they made the announcement, they're going to watch this Garrett Cole's next outing. He lost a hundred RPMs on rotations per minute on his pitch. Uh, and then Trevor Bauer lost 200 on his next start said, well, you know, it's, it's humid in Atlanta and all these things. Cole gave up five runs and I don't know how I'm many so few innings. I'm pretty sure that if they don't use the stuff, the batting averages are going to go up a little bit. I do think that. Uh, I did find it interesting. Did you guys see what Pete Alonso said, though? He said, I'd rather them yeah. use something so I don't get hit with a 99-mile-per-hour fastball. Well, a lot of guys have said that, but he took it a step further and said that his issue is with Major League Baseball manipulating the free agent classes. He said if it's a a hitter free agent class heavy, then they make the ball uh, not carry. And if it's a pitcher free agent class coming up, they make it carry a lot to keep the salaries down, which they did some research on that and it doesn't add up. So that's that's kind of out the window. But uh, it is pretty interesting. Major League Baseball does tweak the ball every year. And uh, they did say they were going to crack down on some, you know, product well i think uh, that the, to me i they've talked about that they're going to crack down but i mean we're in, we're we're 60 plus games in the season and the only reason i think they're doing anything is thank you math math and magician i think that that it's that mlb is 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 looking terrible on this and this is them trying to you know, calm the, the beast because there's been so many of these stories just in the last couple of weeks that break down just exactly how many ways these guys are using whatever it is from suntan lotion and rosin through spider tech and, and, and all these different substances. Like they've got to do something now. I, I think of it a lot like the, st- the steroids age was that they looked that, that it was a positive for so long that they just looked the other way until it got to be st- so bad, then the numbers are now so jacked that they have to do something about it. But if they do, then it becomes just like roids. They start testing and all of a sudden it's like 90% of guys are showing that they use substances. Well, what does that mean about the game of baseball? 90% of the guys are cheating all the time. That looks terrible for them too. So they can't, they can't win in this. And I think they dug the grave themselves by, not tamping some of this down earlier, putting some limits in place. I agree. Every every day, every game that goes by that they don't do anything is just another blemish of them looking like idiots. Well, and you had like, I mean, look at uh, Joe West. God love him. Just our favorite dude. But, you know, he wants to be on TV. So it's like he takes it into his own hands with the with your boy Mike Shithead. Myers and that blew up on everybody's face mm-hmm. because if you have a renegade uncle, they saw my thing. And when that blew up in everyone's face, they were like, "Ew, that's sticky." Next topic. <laughs> Damn! With the perfect out. I'm impressed. All right. 
<laughs> is it past your bedtime, Myers? You, you look I just more so, grumpy, man. boy. I grumpy tell you. Can't control he, you guys tonight. You peaked an hour and a half before the show. That was I your did. problem. I did. I'm I was ready. Really I'm ready. excited. I, I need to get to bed so to get my to steel cut oatmeal in the morning, and I'm just grumpy now. Myers eats, Myers eats Skittles for breakfast. He does not have steel, <laughs> steel cut I do. oatmeal. I do eat Skittles for breakfast. <laughs> Wild Berry. Skittles still puts the purple milk in bag. <laughs> NFTs, gentlemen. Mm. NFTs back in the news. Josh, take 15 minutes. Tell us about Everybody NFTs. Everybody strap in. Here we go. Mute me. Here we go. Uh, all right. So are we reaching a moment with NFTs? This is a question. So on the upside, you guys saw that this week baseball inked another deal with Candy Digital. Uh, Candy Digital is a uh, is Michael Rubin from Fanatics. It's Gary Vanderchuk, and it's some crypto guy, uh, Michael Novogratz. I had to read that one. Yeah. Um that like they've already done the deal with tops. They've already done the, the NFT deal with tops. Uh, this one's going to be more like NBA top shot, I think. So that's brand new, right? That just happened. Uh, the, <laughs> this one was interesting. There's a Mexican football team, soccer, uh, that offered up 1% ownership in their organization through an NFT, or they're offering it up through an NFT, 1.3 million minimum bid. Uh, non-voting, non-dilutable, one percent ownership in the football club. Okay, uh, and then the last one I saw that was interesting was Lamelo Ball. You guys see what Lamelo Ball is doing? Lamelo Ball oh, is going to be the Lamello. first. He's going to be the first NBA player to have his entire career on the blockchain. That's oh his goal. God. So he's got things that he's got cards on that cards NFTs <laughs> on there that can be upgraded based on his success on the court. And uh, yeah, um, yeah. Money grabs. Well, look, yeah. So that stuff's still coming, Chris. I I would like to see. It's getting to be a very large bus, but I would like to put <laughs> NFTs, Joe West, anybody <laughs> from the anybody in the Ball family. Whoa! And I'm we are grumpy as in. hell this week. I am saving. This is a grumpy group this <laughs> I week. I am saving my mystery bus guest till my quick topic at the end. Ooh, okay. I'm going to put him on a bus with no brakes at the top of the mountain, and hopefully, we never hear. Wow! From I'm done. Wow. With so you're not a so you're not a fan of NFTs. You're not a fan of fathers I, who'd send two or three children to the NBA. Why don't okay, we just look at point. it like that? Let's let's go ahead and stick to the NFTs. No. Are you a I, fan I, of the NFTs? I've, I've listened Here's, to Josh try to explain that shit to me, and I don't get it, so get rid of them. Chris, Chris, we, we're all get thinking the same get thing right now. Josh, you yes. bought a pack of NFTs, whatever that means. You did. You bought a pack from How NBA Top Show. How much are you Shop. worth right now? You bought it for $9.99. $32.50. He's triple his nice. money. That's where Quadruple that chandelier did. came from. But <laughs> it has gone down. That was probably more like $53.74 a few weeks ago. Uh-oh. And now it's gone yeah. down. I did actually Man. check I did actually check my Top Shot uh, cards the other day just to see if they'd gone down, which I assumed that they had. And they had. Um, I think it was just a matter of time before these crazy prices. I mean, I don't know if the bubble has burst and it's done, but I think that there was there was never any way that it was going to continue to grow at the pace that it was. I think that there's still, you know, there's still a lot of companies making moves and making hires yeah. and building 
building infrastructure to, to big use names NFTs getting involved. Very in big some names way. still I getting involved. I think what we've seen, the way that we've seen NFTs come about to this point are just a tiny, you know, scratching the surface of what the capabilities are because it's essentially a smart contract. So like, you know, being able to offer up 1% of a team, I mean, that's a super creative way of, of using it, but there's going to be more creative ways and kind of some of the ways that we may have traditionally thought about a ticket, you know, we might see come through in an NFT. Um, so... It's funny when I when I start making a great point and make sense and actually educate not only the audience of 327 viewers right now at home, but also these three just fossils that I'm talking to right now. They're so old. We are so old and past that time. Right now. Oh, oh my god! Now, so I get to move on, on, Chris. Okay, so yeah, there's a couple things. We've got this fancy chandelier, and he's living in the Hollywood Hills or whatever, but there's no furniture. There's like a jacket on the floor, and the windows are smutty dirty. How about we get some Windex All so right, we can see? Is that, is that a 24 Costco, Costco pack of uh, ramen noodles in the back? I'm Listen, worried guys, about it. Furniture takes a long time to get delivered these days. Oh, slow boat that. from China, man. Slow boat and, from China. Those that's not the window. That's uh whatever you put over the window. I don't know what they call it because I never had one before. Weather so, uh, <laughs> here's no here's what, no, it's uh what do you call it? Like a <laughs> barrier between the window and oh you the use the heat world. gun to seal it in. No, a screen no. is that a screen? Um it's they're a not screensaver. It's, it's, it's not a, a chandelier, it's not a chandelier, it's um coincidences. <laughs> oh shit, I want to get this point across. Okay, what if we start, Myers, you're going to hate me for this. What if we nope. start a side company, uh, we bring back the Beckett uh, card system, but for NFTs, but we keep it non-digital. So we send out a, a physical magazine of what <laughs> NFTs are worth to really mess with people, and it's a monthly subscription how many people are listening to this? I bet there's thousands. 326. My idea is already stolen and we're back yeah. to ground zero. No, I money. think your idea is probably safe because they have one that's updated by the second and it's digital. So I this think is we're monthly. probably going to. I get It's the Beckett monthly. You got a good printer uh, we can work with no, on, I don't on have a magazine? A Who has a printer anymore? God damn it, Josh. Oh, no, no, we don't have any money over here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, We've run out of paper. Look at that chandelier. And now the <laughs> Are you guys ready? Dude spent yes, all week making that. <laughs> uh yeah, no, I, I think I agree. I mean, look, it's down, it's not out. It's it's hit its peak or it hit a peak in at the end of May or in the middle of May, I guess the first of May, sometime early in May. And has dropped drastically, drastically since, but it's still up from where it was in January. Like there was an article that came out in Protos that basically pronounced it dead. I don't think it's dead. I do think it's painfully still alive. Um, but Josh, I, you said something a couple weeks ago that I and it I, it was the theme that kind of worked its way through the Mayweather uh, Paul fight. It's the same thing, like. You mentioned something about the future is like these digital wallets are gonna be like, oh look, look at all the swag I have in my digital wallet. And when I think about all that boring, so boring. Is it yeah. really gonna be that interesting to be like, I own the digital rights to this piece of thing that you saw eight hundred times, or I own the digital? Who cares? Like this has a place. It's always had a place. You know what it is? It's the equivalent of 
fine art. I go into someone's house and they have a Rembrandt and they show me the Rembrandt. Ooh. I just can't. I go, oh, wow. Wow. Boring. Like to me, right? To me, that's just boring, right? Doesn't mean anything. But they have it because they have all the money in the I want world. That sound they have nothing the else. They have nothing oh, else to oh, do. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, they have nothing else to do with it. So they spend a ton of money on this thing. That's what I think is going to happen. Then it's not the great equalizer. It's the same exact thing. Things that are worth having, people like that are going to come in and they're going to buy it. They're going to buy the Weezer album that Weezer makes an NFT. It's not going to go to Chris Hartwig or Michael Myers. It's going to go to some guy with $200 billion (laughs) that can afford to spend 1.6 on a Weezer album to own it himself. So, So, yeah, no, you're probably right. So So boring. Either way, it's not something that you you are interested in. But a lot of other people will be. The only portion of it that I think is valuable to us is what you did. If I can go in and buy an unknown quantity of things, and then suddenly those things could be worth a lot of money, and I can get in for nine ninety nine. It's just a matter of standing in line or virtually standing in line. Uh, okay, great, because those things, it's like baseball cards back in the day. It's the lottery, right? It's exactly, exactly what you're showing right there. It's the lottery, but. <sighs> We're moving away from that. It's not going to be the public stuff. It's going to be the private stuff that goes NFT. And it's Charlie well, did my thing for seven hundred sixty-five thousand dollars. There's other things that that it'll be used for that are you know more accessible that more people will be able to use. Right now, what we've seen is mostly just like the fine art side of it. And a piece a piece sold the crypto punk piece sold for eleven point eight million dollars. I think within the did last you did you see days. that crypto art has fallen so far down that you, like the crypto art is basically dead. Crypto art or NFT art stuff is. At right, least what's on the what, public domain. The private right. stuff will still do like private art does. But it, it's but dying. That, yes. Like it hit its hot spot and it's dying. I don't think it's dying. I think no, it's, it's adapting. I think it's it's leveled yeah, off. Fair, and fair. and there, you know, I think from some of the things I've heard, you know, from uh, talking to our buddy uh Ryan Carter uh Myers is there's a lot of really creative people that are putting stuff into this and it's it's not a mass market play, but it's a it's not a you have to be rich enough to own a Rembrandt own this. This is actually some of the stuff that you can see of art or other creative things being created. You own a piece of that actual creation that time and you might get it for 200 bucks. And someday yeah. it could be worth a fortune and someday well, here's it might not be. But here's what's it's not actually real. still is accessible. So here's what's not real. Here's what's not real. And it's the same thing that happens in the Bitcoin, the Coinbase, all the Ethereum's, the same thing in the NFTs is that we are surrounded by a globe that says, oh, I could get rich tomorrow. One thing, and I don't have to earn it. I don't have to go work. I don't. I can just do this thing, and suddenly I'll wake up tomorrow, and I'll be rich. Right. That's why NFTs are – that's what it's being fueled on. It's fueled on get richers, which is, I, I'm not judging because, I mean, I play the stock market, and I make my gambles and do the same thing just in a different place. So it's not a bad thing, but that's what it is. It's all built up on fluff. Bitcoin, all that stuff. Everybody sees that. Oh, I, some guy bought a thousand shares for two dollars, and now it's worth fifty thousand. He's a billionaire. I can be a billionaire too. No, you can't. Not when it's thirty-seven thousand dollars for one Bitcoin. You can't because it's not going to go up to nine hundred zillion thousand. What's I up? definitely what going here. I I agree that that's why it 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 hit this big rush that we saw earlier mm-hmm. this year. That's one hundred percent why. But I think yep. for the you know the long term future, that's not. 
you know where it's going to be. It's kind of what Chris was talking about. More of yeah, it'll settle. And well, and, and it's, it's and, yeah. and we have to stop thinking. It's not just going to be the art and the collectibles. There's going to be right. actual tangible things that come along with the NFTs. That that well, we'll the, see the more ownership more. of the the Mexican football team. That's a, I mean, yeah, yeah I had not actually heard that, and I think that sounds brilliant to me. And so I mean, th- and that's that's clever, and it's something that's not fungible, but it's tangible, right, Josh? Mm. So it's it's a little bit of both. There's a fungible portion and there's a tangible. That's that's mm-hmm. that's where the future is. I believe. I think I think the mm-hmm. artwork sale for whatever millions of dollars like set the 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 bar so high that everybody's scrambling to figure out how can we fit in the NFT world. I think sports right now, everybody's trying to get in there. I don't know if it's going to be around for long. I think art does have longevity in this in this field. I think the Mexican football team that's a, a very creative idea. I think that might have legs, but. Uh, after the dust settles, I think the art will be around. I don't know if sports but will I be think- in the same realm, uh, but it's just like it, it, everybody's trying to get into the game right now, and they're just throwing ideas at the wall, thinking like, "Oh, some schmuck somewhere is going to be the first to buy it. I'll make some money, and we'll see what happens." But at least you know the person who sells it first, mm-hmm. like they're they're the one laughing at the bank at this point. Two things: why can't that group sell one percent ownership? in an auction and had the exact same okay. result. No Listen, reason. No reason is why. Well, Literally no reason. The way they I want an NFT, it. so they made something that shouldn't be an NFT, an NFT to say they have an NFT because they're capitalizing on, oh, oh, NFT. You could have bought that 1% before in a different way. You didn't need it to be an NFT to buy it. So my point is everybody's trying to pigeon and force everything into this NFT world because it's hot and people are dumb and they're spending ridiculous amounts of money. Out. New topic, I think new someone topic, needs to buy Myers an NFT, just a little one, a little treat. He's mad because he doesn't have little, any NFTs. A little doggy, if you would. Look at my doggy <laughs> NFT. If you huge. would. He's worth a if couple bucks, would. but I love him. New topic, new topic, new topic. <laughs> what what is that? Can I trouble you for some what, please? <laughs> Can I show you a new topic, please? It's, it's, it's all, it's, it's all, it's all I'm gonna be topic. on permanent mute forever. Uh all right, next topic. Uh <laughs> open doors and Twitter. Open doors and Twitter. Whoa, uh, that's a Rembrandt, and I'm bored. Yes. Go yeah. get him, Scoop. <laughs> oh my God. <sighs> so you guys know who Open Doors is? You know who Twitter is? Go, Chris. Yeah. You talk. I'm I'm done. You talk, Chris. You go. <laughs> you go. I'm checking out. What do you got for me, Chris? <laughs> Big shout out to my boy Blake over at Open Doors. Blake Lawrence, good friend. This is an awesome partnership. It's uh, they've been leading the way on helping get athletes paid over the last I think six or seven years. They've basically become a matchmaking platform for athletes and brands, and they're going to be taking that to Twitter's video platform, which uh, yeah. specifically Twitter Twitter's video campaigns, which I thought was interesting. They're just starting with the video campaigns, but it's going to yeah. help uh, some athletes make some, some make some moolah when they're still in college, which is which is awesome. Yes, I agree. Chris, yeah, I know you're very close to this topic. Well, I no, I mean, I, I no, you're not. You're not close I, to this topic. 
Every time anybody starts off a point, they're like, well, no, I mean, no. It's yeah. like, well, yes. I yeah, mean, I don't want to yes. put my foot down, but I wear the T-shirt and the hat, so, <laughs> so it's close uh, to my heart. It's, but pump the brakes. <laughs> so the uh, name, image, likeness stuff, it, and, I, and I give big kudos to, to Blake and Open Doors of of uh, you know led the way on that stuff and and um it's the most uh measurable slash monetizable uh piece of all the different name image likeness stuff and so they've seized it and i think it's it's great and it's providing at least some semblance of some kind of order and clarity for how this thing is going to shake out at least within you know within social media so that's i i mean certainly our i mean we're what are we? We got a couple more days, and then our friends at the NCAA will step in and fix it all. And straight right. go, wow. yep. right? Literally, literally. I mean, shocker, shocker. <sighs> a, a private company got to a partial solution for the NCAA. Got in there. Shocker, 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 shocker. Hold my shocker. Breath over here. Well, what's just incredible is that the you know state governments are getting shit done you know that's faster than these guys and that that tells government you. moves fast i mean look oh, you can yeah. you can say what you want to about the ncaa but don't compare it to the government because the government is quick nimble so if that's you're gonna you know nimble. that's just an unfair that's just an unfair comparison and to the very, ncaa because they're, they're doing their right. very best they're very I mean, forward thinking night and, yeah. just a forward-thinking group and you know, it's like got along we're their sponsored plate. by the local governments. <laughs> like, chill out, man. We get it. Uh, I, I just, I, 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 without these other parameters, like, I mean, yeah. so you, you can say, and 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 the idea of that you're you're going to pay somebody as a as a you know social media influencer, I mean, that's done already. The market is pretty much set on, you know, CPMs and, and all that kind of jazz. So what you got this many followers and you're doing this kind of engagement. Well, that can be reasonable and, and there's this, parameters to it, yeah. but it's, but you know, but what about with you, you get into the personal services agreements and you're doing appearances and commercials and autograph signing and all this other stuff that could be worth a million bucks. It could be worth, one buck it's whatever somebody's going to pay for it you've got a big booster that wants your a kid to come to his school let's say hey, i i can sign you a million dollar endorsement agreement and there's there is zero parameters Currently, in place right there will be there will well, be but the problem is is that yeah. this pendulum then to me is from what everything i'm seeing basically is swinging the pendulum so far back to the putting the control back with the ncaa or the schools that students before they can get their scholarship have to you know, turn over all their financial records and all their endorsement agreements to these schools and the schools can dictate what they can and can't, I mean, blindly almost dictate what these kids can and can't do. I, that's de completely defeating the purpose of them being able to go onto the market and, and gain their, you know, what, what they deserve for their brand. And so it's going to just turn into court fights all over the place because Mark Emmert, just he's on it know, he's on it but in 2026 so until right. we get there we're gonna have to dig through the shit no, in the slot i, I, I think it, you're it's right ridiculous though. 
I think you're right because what's going to happen is the the rules are going to come after the offenses take place. They're going to they're going to yep. think of the yeah. things they can think of and they're going to give certain parameters around those things, but they're going to miss a ton. And then as things happen and they go, well, that's not right. We don't like that. That's not fair. We don't like that. They're going to come in and they're add different rules and they're going to go and look to a certain degree. Okay. You don't know, but this is a new, a bit of a new frontier. It's going to take a year or two to get all of the rules and regulations in place. And any good set of rules and regulations is adjusted and adapted based on people, which in any set of rules, you're going to find people trying to circumvent them and get around them to get things that they want done. So it's going to be a few years before this thing is buttoned up. I think the NCAA knows that. I yeah, think but- most people know that. And just like everything else, there's going to be people that really take advantage of these first three or four years. And you can change a lot in the first three or four years of something. You can impact a sport. You can reshape a school's success in the future yeah. in four years once they get it figured out. So it'll be interesting to see who the winners are and the losers are in the next three or four years from a university standpoint and from a individual standpoint. Right. But, but the, the, I, I know we're gone here, but the, the final yep. point I would make is like, so what, what our good friends at the NCAA and the conferences for that matter too, and even universities without guardrails, without like, look, without some common sense of putting some kind of practical guardrails in place and some do's and don'ts it's it's going to be chaos Mm -hmm. and and you are going to see i think that's what's going to i think end up being and not a positive it's going to end up being a really shitty thing is that there's some schools and some coaches that really abuse this and gain a national title out of you know swinging the power their way for the year or two that they do but but right now there's nothing in place that's going to keep them from doing that at all. It's just like putting their heads in the sand. I, I, it's ridiculous. Like any good business person would never operate that way. You'd say, yeah, you, right, you'd well, think it all the way through, or at least halfway set some primers right, up and right. then go like, I mean, this up is with not easy. Just shoot, shoots it out there. Like, okay, let's see what happens. Right. Well, I, that's it, what this whole you know, podcast is. At a serious moment. Out. In a serious moment, I'm for having a second, a time. <laughs> the reason that the, the reason that that happened, and the reason we're in the position right now to experience what you're describing, Chris, is that the NCAA didn't. It's not that they didn't address it; it's that they didn't. They they basically said we don't even see it, right? So they didn't plan anything. There was no oh. like, okay, what about this? What about this? Let's talk to the experts. What about this? Because. I believe, I guess, they felt that if they acknowledged that there were things that needed to be sorted out, that they were admitting they were going to have to give up and give in on the situation. So until they realized, it appears, that they were going to lose that battle, they didn't pre-prepare. And so now they're scrambling to prepare, and other people in a vacuum are filling in those spaces while they don't have the situations under control. But but see, here's the – I know we're going way over, but but this is the thing with that. like. Double gone. <laughs> is that is that okay? So you could pretend it's not going to happen, but again, if you're like have any bit of a brain, you're going to say, "Well, what if it goes wrong?" No, I like, agree, but you heard what oh, I said. Right? The reason they didn't do that is because it would be acknowledging that it was going to happen, no, and they but, didn't want to acknowledge that it was going to happen. 
Well, but companies, do, companies and organizations do that all the time where they're not going to admit it, but then they've got a group over here that is very, very quietly figuring it out. So that right now- but Those people usually have to go talk to experts. And if they go talk to experts in the world we live in, those experts would say, hey, guess what? I just heard from the NCAA and they're trying to figure this out. There's no way to do it in their mind. And yeah, I agree well, with you. I'm not disagreeing with you, Chris. I right. agree with you 100% that they should have, they could have, they most good companies would have. I think we all agree the NCAA is the best company. So I don't know why we're <laughs> even talking best. about this. I think, it, I think it's all just a little bit shocking for each and every one of us to see the NCAA caught flat-footed on something. You know, right. I think I mean, that's, that's really, it's hard for us to wrap our head biggest, around. I am surprised I am by so it. sorry, Mr. Emmert. I am so sorry. Please work with me in the future. Sure. <laughs> I just, I just apologies. hope our our standard blank I still have eligibility shirts left. come in in time for the <laughs> like at least the hundredth podcast to show our support for all the press we give them. Oh yeah, there's yes, yeah, we've got them on the way. They are trust me, the NCAA shirts tonight, are like, on the. Every viewer is going to get that. I want my every NCAA viewer is going to get one of those. Yeah. <laughs> uh all right well let's talk about some just random topics here guys i know we're down to the last segment where we just sort of rapid fire some things i i thought this was interesting i feel like such a curmudgeon this week literally i feel like a curmudgeon this week, this week. yep this week? yep, yep. just this week just this week just this there once. is a new video machine we're gonna call it a video machine like an old person uh hmm. it's called play date have you guys heard about this it's putting out the company panic is putting this out uh, and I've been is that like married pong? For 12 years and well you, do is what you, you know do. <laughs> it's not that different from pong it is different from pong but it is a i'm not kidding hand crank that's how i get this power hand crank Again, it is a black and white your own yeah, man. It's like the, I get we crank, can all bring our business. own topics, but this is a ridiculous, Myers. This is really I guess to stick on the double entendre, black and white. It's the it's in black. The screen is black and white, right? So it looks like an etch a sketch. Uh, they're putting out two games every month for free. So the first year they're putting out twenty four games. It's one hundred and seventy nine dollars for this thing that's this big that has black and white games. It's one hundred and seventy nine dollars for this thing, and I just I'm 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 wondering like, what's that? You bought three of them already. I bought three of them. Well, I'm gonna NFT them. Uh, <laughs> Which one of us doesn't get one? By the way, it's probably guys. Me, I don't right? think I don't think Myers knows what NFTs are. I think I need to explain for forty two minutes. Shoot! Please. I thought I could buy something and just say it was an NFT. Uh, so I thought Someday. that was interesting. One hundred and seventy nine dollars. Uh, Josh, do you have a topic? Do you want to talk about real fast? Just like, do you want to? I mean, yourself? I don't know. I just don't know how I would. E I'm ever going to follow that. Um, but I don't want, I honestly don't want to follow that. I plead the but, fifth. So there's a, um, there's a little screen, my, black and white, and the kids are playing it these days. <laughs> the kids tell are me, playing Tell it. me your age without telling me your age. Go. All right. Guys, Wait, what did you to, guys play growing up? What did you play growing up? What was the oldest video system you knew? Video game? Um, yeah, Chris, yeah, PlayStation 4, Josh, when you were a kid. Right. Uh, Chris, what about you? I had, I had you? VR. I had like a, we had, uh, yeah, your first video game was virtual reality. Stop talking. The Commodore oh, VIC-20. Oh, you had a set. the, the green chrome computer. It was like thing, a chroma. No, no, it's older. It's an older version of it. The, with a little screen? No, no. A little you, bitty you screen? Had the, you plugged into your TV. 
Oh, and it, I mean, like, but it was like, like a video game. player. No, but uh, okay, fine. Just make fun of my my my, first, my youth. That's fine. My my Hand first frame. was actually uh, a Game Boy Color and a PlayStation. Those Game Boy, okay. Game Boy Color. Mike Smith, what was oh. yours? Uh, mine was uh, original Nintendo, but uh, Game Boy original green screen. And Myers, to your point, I'm going to talk through the gong on this because I'm very passionate with video games. I'm a video game dadder. Uh, I think if you were to bring back an original Game Boy, simple black and white graphics, simple games like uh, classics like Tetris, uh, Tetris Dr. Mario, um, a few of these other things, like they'd be huge hits. Like video games have gone too far complicated they have, and they and have like, brought them back no yeah they brought no, them back but, and they're not huge shits no, that's you know what i think i think that's, that's where your gaming system's going for is like just yes. keep it simple man and like you can play the same game over and over and over and have fun and it's just like it'll fill that gap we'll of see. like you know yeah we'll see. We'll see. everything I mean, uh, is, is are you gonna get one mr oh, no. no i'm not gonna get one i don't think you're gonna get, i don't you're believe gonna get i am yeah, the only thing I will say about three. this, the only thing I do like about this, I think it's Wi-Fi connectable one to the next, so you can play against your friends. So I do think there's that now on this. Oh, which black is cool. and white Wi-Fi game. Oh, they're uh -huh. much. I'm out. Right? <laughs> they, 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 that, they jumped the shark. They jumped yeah, the shark. Yeah. 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 First Good luck prize wins an NFT. What? My and the kicker is, game. it's only $180. Chris, you might be the only person that's heard of the first video game I had. It was called the Intellivision. You know yeah. about the in television? It looked like it looked like a ColecoVision after that. ColecoVision was just alternate to it. Uh, Coleco was more like Atari. Coleco was yes. like his sister to Atari. Where in television was the first one that had individually moving AI characters. Whereas if you remember, if you played football on Atari, all the players moved at once, like just all kind of. In 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 the in television, they moved individually, but it was still two D. On the baseball game, you hit a you hit a ball. It didn't have any height or depth. It just when it hit the edge of the TV screen, was it a home run or not? It was interesting. So Mike Smith is asleep. Oh. So Josh, what was your topic? You wanted to talk about the NBA. I know you did. Well, you said something to me course, about it earlier. Well, you know, we haven't talked about the NBA for a whole episode. You know, I have to bring it up. No, I just think yeah. it's interesting. We have uh, we're officially moved on to the second round of the playoffs now, and this will be Exciting. the first. Yeah, all of us, Chris. There's not there's not a special team for Chris because your Lakers aren't playing anymore. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, they're not in the second round, but we all are. But they're we you know, are we. It's the proverbial we. I right? like the royal okay. we. I like. I the thought royal you were like picking a team round. and saying we like. Oh, I'm picking a team. I'm rooting for the Phoenix Suns. Suns. <laughs> oh no, I just Phoenix Suns. I I'm always a fan of rooting for the team that beat my team because then if that team wins, I can say, well, at least my team lost to the champs. Mm. Um, do but they, they make t-shirts also... for that? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes, my they team do. lost to the champ by the NCAA. <laughs> Go ahead. And they get a ring and everything. Um, no ring. <laughs> and an NFT. Um, open doors. Open doors does my job. And, and NCAA. <laughs> Here's my digital <laughs> picture. <laughs> Chris, I mean, uh, Josh, how do you feel about this? What's going on in the NBA second round? Well, I, I, I just think it's, 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 uh, it's exciting times because this is the first NBA Finals since 1991. This will be the first NBA Finals since 1991 without one of these seven players that were in the Finals. LeBron okay. James, Steph Curry, going back in time here, Tim Duncan. Kobe Bryant, 
Shaquille O'Neal, Hakeem Olajuwon, or Michael Jordan. So those seven players since 1991 have been in every single NBA Finals or, or at least made an appearance in every single NBA Finals. I will um, agree that that is, as a non-NBA fan, I will agree that that is awesome because that tells me the NBA, the NBA has done a shite job of parody. Mm-hmm. Shite. How many total teams have won a champion? Well, you can't tell them off the top of your head, but based on that, with the same seven players, free agency does change a little bit, but what is there, like nine teams that have won the last 30 championships? It might be 10, yeah, because the Heat, yeah, it, the Heat, Cavs, you take those seven players and add a few, basically, because you got LeBron played on two different teams, and um, Kawhi's yeah. won a couple in there. So, yeah, it's um, it, it's pretty crazy. And, yes, it has shown that the, the, the parity. And it also shows that in the NBA, you really need one or two great players, and you can be there every single year. So, you know, it's uh, it's an exciting time second. for the league. The NBA has moved to a one-on-one style. Okay, I didn't, I didn't, I hadn't picked up on that. I hadn't picked oh, yeah. up on that. It's what draws me in I every week to watch defense. a guy go one-on-one. Listen, if you want to go watch some like young teenagers and play and play with each and other, and then go watch. He's what I was looking in. for. Boring. Sorry. Mm. That's, oh, the theme of that's the a Rembrandt, Josh. No, no, I want to like NBA fan here, Josh. Is this a changing of the guard for the entire NBA? Do you think this is like for the next few years? Is this going to set the like the precedent of you're going to have new names in that the the seven players you just mentioned for twenty or thirty years, or is this just a one off? Well, I can guarantee that five out of those seven players will not be back to the NBA Finals, but I think it's very likely that next year we could see a Western Conference Finals, LeBron versus Steph, you know, Lakers versus Warriors. So, yeah, I, I think well, we this could is just a year be starting a new series of of a, whoever makes it this year doing it four years in a row, right? Right. It could very well be the, the Brooklyn Nets. I mean, I don't, I, I find it hard right. to see anybody stopping them. So, I mean, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving winning an NBA championship, it's that's not super new, but I think that there is. There's a changing of the guard that has it's officially started happening. I don't know if it's yeah. it's not complete yet. I think you'll still see at least Steph and LeBron make another serious run next year, but they're going to have a lot more competition, a serious competition with these younger players that are that are coming up. So, um, and you've seen that a little bit this year with guys like Devin Booker and Luca and uh, Donovan Mitchell. So yeah, there's a lot of cool, you know, great young talent out there. It's fun to watch as an NBA fan for all you know people that don't like the NBA. You know what? You guys- it's kind of fun to watch as a non-NBA fan. I'll probably check it out knowing that it's a whole new batch of people. I'll check it out and, and you know, root against the Brooklyn Nets. I'll be rooting I for Phoenix so. Suns because I anybody that – anytime somebody plays down to face a team – wait, no, that wasn't Phoenix. That was Dallas. Somebody played down <laughs> to face Dallas. Did Dallas end up losing the first round? The Clippers – yeah, the Clippers beat them. They beat seven. Them. Shoot. It was okay. close. Luka gave them a run. <clears throat> That's I can't. I can't wait to see the finals dunk contest. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> that is a perfect, perfect ending to that statement. Yeah, uh, Chris, who do you want to put on the bus? Oh yeah, I'm dying here. By the way, what? Um, <laughs> Joe Goodbye. West. Good. Yeah, he's got Joe West. He's got all NFTs. All NFTs. <laughs> yeah, he's got me explaining yeah. NFTs. I think he's got Jake Paul <laughs> Josh. and Josh Kyle's explanation. <laughs> I say. Goodbye and good riddance, Mike Shashevsky. 
Ooh, Ooh, Coach K. Not a Coach K fan. Put him on a bus. Uh, Jesus. I, no you know, breaks I on mean, a mountain. No breaks. Yeah. The top of the Yeah, mountain. that was a rough I, one. Coach I, K. I uh, have have found him, have have worked with him, and uh, he he was he was not a good human being. Uh, he's a hell of a coach, wow. and uh, and uh, has a hell of a record. Almost twelve hundred wins, right? Twelve Final Fours, five national championships. Great, but the guy is, is uh, uh, you know, you're not a step, fan. You're, you're not a fan people of Coach Disrespectful to people and uh, thinks he's better than people. And I have, wow. I have, Should, I, you know, we have to edit I, this out just to keep Chris employed. That's impressive. I, I'm not employed. I'm not employable. <laughs> but I think that <laughs> employable. That, you know, I mean, I, it's it's a it's it's a little bit to me of the the bigger picture is a little bit of the deification of some of these coaches that we've seen. Yeah. Now, I'm not putting Shashevsky in the same class as Joe Paterno or apparently Bo Schembechler from this week is uh-huh. that you know. But I mean that that there's this this level that you put some of these guys and they run these crazy programs that you know I could put Urban Meyer in there and. And then um, uh, what's what's his nuts with Calipari. the Tressel and yeah, Calipari and basketball that they don't take any ownership to uh, to actually running not not a clean program per se, but just like a respectful uh, type of program. And but people are like oh, you know, coach, coach, you know, whatever they do is fantastic because they win in national championships, and that that is not the 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 whole you know, the sum of the equation. And I think, you know, stepping on people, people, people like shit, you know, physically abusing people, whatever it is, it's, you know, we, we, we read that article today about the guy who got his letter jacket or letter sweater, you know, 63 years after he graduated. Great story, by the way, just unbelievable story on ESPN about this. um, Immaculate conception. Is that the name of the high school? Immaculate conception. I see from in in New Jersey, read that story on ESPN, but it's more that, that concept of the bullying, you know, Hey, the football team that, you know, they're the cool guys, the tough guys, the big guys that they, they win a lot of games and they can treat anybody the way they want. It's the same kind of thing with, Shashevsky and he can turn it on to be nice when he needs to be. But I saw behind the scenes stuff where it's just, I would, I would never treat anybody like that. And he's supposed to be, you know, this all time great human being. And anyway, it's, you know, and that, that was something I saw almost what 20. Yeah. Like 20 years ago. And I still get obviously pissed off about it. And so, you know, I, 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 Everybody needs to get over it, and I, I don't want him to go driving off a cliff off of a bus. Fortunately for everyone involved, he can't do that. There's a metaphor. Logan Paul, bus. yes, yes, <laughs> Logan Paul, and he yeah. will, and he will end up on the Mount Rushmore of of basketball coaches alongside yeah. Dean Smith and Calipari and John Wooden and these guys. Which, right. well, the thing know, is, I guess the thing I would closest compare it to, because and I saw it, the coaching style behind you know closed doors is he made Bob. He, he said stuff and did stuff that would make Bobby Knight blush, and I, you know that, that's perfect. That's where hey, we lost him. That, Mike Smith uh, said, I can't Mike stand Lip. how you're talking about Mike Krzyzewski. He loves Mike Krzyzewski. He's a big K guy. Mike but, Smith is a Duke fan, huge Duke fan. But you put that, it's you kidding. talk about that Mount Rushmore, right, of coaches, and you probably put Bobby Knight and 
Krzyzewski along with, uh, hey, ho, along with, uh, you know, John Wooden and Dean Smith or something. And But what would Dean Smith make his reputation on? Like he actually treated people well, you know, and and it's just, I don't know. Who's the guy that just retired from North Carolina? Roy Williams, Kansas. Roy Williams, he'll be on there. Yeah, but 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 Mike Shashevsky was the USA Olympic coach. I mean, he's doesn't matter what anybody thinks. He's going down as one oh of for the sure. Of all time. And he showed he showed with the Olympics, like he didn't have to be a douchebag. He could coach, like he knows how to coach, and he could coach these egos and you know superstars to get them all on the same page and go and dominate and win a gold medal. He's proved he can coach, but he and he can yeah. prove, he proved he can coach. And not have to be, you know, an inhumane asshole about it. But that is the way <laughs> that he did treat a lot of people, and not just his players, but other people around the program. And so, yeah. anyway, it's that's a fight I'm never going to win because you know he's been deified, and Duke fans come, you know, come to my house tomorrow morning probably and and uh, string me up. But it's most likely, you know, there, there's there's a there's a point where it's like it's it's just another human being but we and, can see who's watching this show so we'll be able to track back to who did okay good just yeah everything's recorded sure. we we know okay. our audience we track go, we track the viewers closely i gotta go we got you. charge my ring uh doorbell camera first so yeah can... you're gonna want to <laughs> set your security system tonight for sure I'll tell you right uh, now it's gonna be me no one talks about code k like that <laughs> <laughs> You finally pissed Last two off topics. Gosh. Well, actually, I think we're probably going to skip the WTA and the ATP combining. I just think that's interesting. Uh, I'll, I'll give my five cents on that, that. That that should have happened a long time ago. It's going to be interesting. It took a pandemic to make it happen. Uh, it is going to be interesting to see how they square up the, if you're all under one roof, how are you going to square the pay gap question? Because they're all your employees, the men and the women. Uh, and two... Uh, on the flip side of that is, are they? It's going to be difficult to score equal pay without equal viewership. So we'll see. By the way, it was really easy to find. So 2015, it was three to one viewership male ATP over the WTA. In 2019, the WTA had gone from 2015 300 and some million to 700 million. But on the entire planet, I can't find the ATP numbers anywhere. So I have no idea if they've gone up quite a bit or if it's sort of leveled off. I will say, though, there are three guys that are carrying the ATP and they're going to retire not that long from now. I don't know who's going to tune in to watch a bunch of dudes. I don't know their names. Yes. Anybody? Anybody? Yeah. Anybody? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, any other I, names I 100% either. agree with you that they should have done it a long time ago. And, yeah. and I think that women will uh, it, it will definitely benefit them, but they will help carry some of the, the men for a while. I think you're doing some things of amortizing the cost and combining some of these events and things uh, that aren't already combined. You know, everybody's going to be better off for it. And in some yeah, cases, I don't think the fans going to see any difference or much. I don't think it's going to be any difference to what you see, but I do think they'll probably do better on prize money and it may be better run and, you know, more, who knows? But uh, right. I, I don't think it's going to be a bad thing. And I think if it if it's if it now, is a pretty good global organization, like you said there, that may you know st- doing sponsorship CVC. and activation pieces, right? Yeah. And, but but you know it it could be still private equity. Who knows? It's private equity coming right. in and that's doing not it. A, and that's usually not usually a good exactly sign coming into no. sports no. or marketing. No. No, but it's everywhere right they now. By the way, if you read better. if you read the, the trades. 
If you read the trades right now, 75% of the stories are about VC equity coming into sports. 75% of the business stories are about money being dumped into these different things. That is what is happening because sports right now, sports is the only live television. It's from a marketing standpoint, from a commercial standpoint, from a brand standpoint, it is on fire comparatively Gambling. because it's the only appointment television left. And everybody wants in. Go ahead, Mike. Make it better or stay out. That's I remember this. That's Mike's two things. Come in, it make it time. better. Everybody wins or stay last, the F out. Last topic, all about making it better. Guys, are you excited for the e-scooter championships? Oh yes. Finally. Yes. NCAA well, has come in and they have created, no, not the NCAA, <laughs> but there is a group that has created the blades that you see scooting around the city, they have made a racing scooter, stand-up scooter, and they are launching the e-scooter championships. I want all of you to check it out on ESPN, the Ocho. The Ocho. <laughs> Why doesn't Logan Paul Bold get into move. that and, and crash will. into a, a dumpster that's on fire and then everyone he will. wins? So the real reason why the real reason why Myers wanted to bring this up is because last week when he came out to uh, San Diego, they wouldn't let him rent a car, so he was going everywhere <laughs> on an e-scooter, and he became very proficient on oh. the e-scooter scene there in San Diego. Some of that story oh, please, was very please true. Share a picture on our, <laughs> he our the, channel. He was with supposed the viewers. to. He, he was supposed to have somebody help, uh, you know, with a car and a place to stay. That was part oh. of the problem too, wasn't it? No, just yeah. a place well, to stay. Go, no, that you gotta was learn how to, you gotta learn how to trust people, who to trust, you know. <laughs> no, but I really did. True story. I did arrive. Actually, last thing before we go, I'll tell this quick story. True story. I did arrive in San Diego. Actually, in Scottsdale, went to rent a car. I thought I got <laughs> no. a chance at this. Like, I'm no, do, you, do, you want, do you want to like, add What's something, Mike? What do you got? What do you got, Mike? You want to throw something in there? Here's what I'm gonna throw in there, and this will be a future discussion point. American Gladiators yeah. is coming back, and okay. mark my words. Like you see the uh, American Ninja Warrior stuff blowing up over mm -hmm. the last few years. American mm -hmm. Gladiators, buy your NFTs now. Mark my word, Chuck. <laughs> you got my money. You got my account. Let's do this. All right, I remember I got you. The, I mean, all right. the American Gladiators were badass back in the day. And yeah, think about now with all the badass. steroids and everything. Wasn't that Mike Adamley? They were the already cars? on the steroids at that point. They you were think they're going to use steroid heavy. Are right? they going to let the American Gladiators use Spider Tech? Just. <laughs> They might. No, they have no. nerf. They have nerf <laughs> machine guns, if I recall. Yeah, think of <laughs> with nerf absolutely in the no 90s accuracy to nerf with now. Like, oh my god, I can't wait. It's gonna be great. Yeah, I actually agree, but I think that's what these other shows are. But I, I'm, I'll, be, I'll watch American Gladiators when they come back. Uh, all right, so I did travel last week. I did go to Scottsdale. When I went to rent a car, I did discover, or they informed me that my driver's license had expired entirely five, six months ago like a long, long time ago. And with the pandemic, I had no reason to test that out. So I found that out in a very difficult way. Fortunately, I had a buddy with me, so he rented the car. Uh, but yeah, that did actually happen. But here's what I want to talk about. Before we go, I have two minutes and then we're hanging out. We've been on flew for in three at hours. Right three now. hours. You know that, right? I flew into O'Hare Airport. I landed at 5 a.m. First of all, Uber is so messed up right now. It costs $75 to take an Uber from O'Hare to my house downtown. Uber, Uber, that's another topic is VC money coming in and dumping all this money into these startups so that they can run out established businesses like taxis until there are no taxis left. And then suddenly they just start more, charging more than the taxis ever charged. So 
genius. It's, it's genius. genius. It's it's genius. It's what it's what the cable companies did. It's it's what they do. Well, then we're gonna cord cut the cord. Well, now it's more expensive than that. It's all the same damn thing. Uh, but I land Rah. in terminal you know three. What grinds my gears. How expensive <laughs> yes, right Uber here. is. Are you ready? Are you ready for this? And crack. I land in terminal three. <laughs> Guess where all four Uber setups are. I land Not in terminal, terminal three. three. Yeah, I land in Terminal 3, which it's 5 a.m. I'm the only flight coming in, 4.45. I land at Terminal 3. I walk out. I call. I ask for my Uber. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's right here. I walked for 12 minutes. It, it was, And that was just to get to the end of them at Terminal 1. I'm, I'm lugging four bags. I'm sweating like crazy. And it's 4.30 in the morning. I'm like, there's got to be. Why, why do you put all the Uber stops at one terminal? Maybe, Why would you do that? Maybe don't fly United Select. We can't all afford that. I'm still at <laughs> American uh, Midway on Airlines, Southwest baby. Uh, Family Plus. I'm considered a piece of luggage to my family for. <laughs> sincerely, don't you think it makes more sense to spread the Uber gates out instead of putting them all at one terminal? Don't yeah. you think that makes sense? We're okay. kind of at a place where Uber is at the <laughs> airport. No one cares. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, let, let me call my Uber guy oh, right now. Man, <laughs> voice let my opinion. Had to do it. <laughs> when do we get one of those buttons? By the way? I know it's like it's crazy. I'm sitting here listening to a story about you know. I thought you were going to tell a better story about your. your <laughs> Landing in another airport. Oh, I was like, get to well, the we, we, it's too late now. It's too late now. Josh, we have screen screenshot what you just made. Send it to me and Chris <laughs> because that's the only way we can defend ourselves moving forward. Screenshot the screenshot note on, <laughs> on your screen. phone and hold it up to the camera mid broadcast. If anybody's listening, we don't make money and we're being held hostage on this podcast. <laughs> but somehow Josh has a chandelier. <laughs> I did give him the best room. I did give him the best you room. Did. All right, guys. Did. This was great. You guys were so buttoned up tonight. It was fantastic. <laughs> I can't wait to rewatch this. Uh, I appreciate it. That looks delicious, Mike. I think I'm going to have one. It's 1020 p.m. now. I need one of those right now. But best of luck. <laughs> oh, you guys are the best. All right. See you guys later. Cheers. Bye.